March 8th, everybody back at school, college, a lot, right? Apparently. Yeah. On the 12th of April, like shops open. I'm like, yeah. Woo. We can only sit outside in restaurants. But it will be nice weather, hopefully. Yeah. But then you can go inside on like the 29th of, I forgot where it was. It was like, you can go into people's houses on the 17th of May. People are going to be counting down. Yeah, Colin, I've got the whole thing on my countdown. <laughs> I've set, I set a reminder for June twenty second. <laughs> I have a whole countdown. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wake up and, and look at life. <laughs> a fresh. Sure, sure. We made it. Uh, we made it. We, we made, made it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you never know what's gonna happen between now and then, though. <laughs> that's, that's the truth, isn't it? I know this one guy who said he's going to take his daughter to the school and just put her over the fence if they don't let him back in on the April park. <laughs> this is what he was saying in the park yesterday. Hey, that's funny. But also, um, apparently every single adult um, is given the opportunity to get the vaccine by July. Yeah, that's what they're saying, isn't it? I've got mine on Saturday. I have to get my vaccine done on Saturday. I want to. I actually want to take the vaccine. Yeah, because I got a message from my GP and they were like, yeah, we booked you in for a vaccine. And I was like, what? So I had to call my GP and Mark here. That's all right. I called mine the other day trying to get in there and they said to me, no, we're not doing your age group yet. <laughs> no, oh. I went as well because I, I was going to have it on Friday. But then I went in and then they were asking me so many questions. They were like, oh, you know you're 16, like, you don't have to get it. And I was like, what do you mean? If my GP's told me I have to get it. And then they looked into it and they were like, oh, yeah, you have to get it. And I was like, okay. You're yeah, lucky you got to the GP. I couldn't get past the receptionist. Um, Alton, you're, I don't think your age should That's stop. What I, yeah, that's you're what I'm saying. This is what I, I spoke to the lady and she was like, I was like, I've got autoimmune um, health condition. I know people who've got the same, exactly the same one, same medication. They've had the vaccine. She was like, "Sir, we are not doing your age group." Wow. Was- Elise, how's it going? Mo. Hi guys. Hello. guys. Hello. Welcome, welcome. How was your guys' weeks then? Do you go for any walks? Yeah. Mo, have you been out and seen the cows and the horses? <laughs> yeah, I've started to count them up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you? Um, okay, so, I mean, let's get started, I guess. And this week, I thought we'd talk a little bit about education, the education system, like your guys' experiences and and kind of good things and bad things about the education system, things that you think could be improved. This platform is quite a good way to talk about any issues you have with with the education system they don't teach like life skills and that it goes back to what that um what shakira said the other day about how certain ones you know certain people that can't do shopping like isn't shopping like like it's essential now that for you to move forward in life you need to know what to do how to use the washing machine for example I had to do my taxes for the first time this year. Never, ever no, what's, that. What's really interesting is when I first came to Art Against Knives, guys, um, I was working with a cohort that was 18 to 25 on a specific project. And um, as part of the exit sort of strategy that we put in place, I actually sat down and um, created like a document that went over things like that. And what was really interesting it wasn't necessarily only domestic skills. It was things like what you've just said, Jake, about having to you know, register with self-employed and do your tax returns. Because we were think- considering the fact that a lot of you guys coming up now are going to want to go into entrepreneurialism. You're going to want to do things, you know, based social enterprise. You want to know how to go and apply. I think I even incorporated in there how to apply for funding if you want to set up something of your, you know, of your own. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, yeah. or at least kind of like more community funding stuff you know um and you could do it with young people taking the lead to get more stuff for the school as well you know i think that young people should be taught how to you know generate revenue for the school to put back into the school and stuff like that so that they can obviously provide you know the school with resources that they need you know and i also think that that would encourage young people to really consider using those resources because they were partly responsible for bringing them in and they would have a different value um i just got to plug my computer in what was your guys favorite and worst things about school (laughs) (laughs) Um, favorite thing was we could have got away with murder in school that i swear down anything i done i just passed um, the worst thing about school is certain subjects. All right, start teachers. with the worst. Start with the worst. What was what were the subjects? My worst subjects are was biology and chemistry. I thought you loved science. I loved physics. I hated biology and chemistry. Why were they your worst? Because it was rubbish. I didn't pay attention. Because of the teacher or because of the subject? Not even, it's just because of the subject. Really? Yeah. Um, what about the teachers? You said that you had some bad teachers. Yeah, they just had favouritism. Like, in my school in Compton, yeah, at, at the end of each term, not half term, at the end of each term, um, you'd get a head teacher's award, didn't it? There was always the same six people that would win the same award over and like we used to have celebration even at the end of the year, innit? I went to like one of them because then it was always the first, the same six people every single time. I got boring, man. Uh, But it is what, isn't it? 
Why was but it that, those people? Pardon? Why why those six people? Just any Across reason? The all, like, they weren't the daredevils, <laughs> like the rest. Like, I'll be, I'll be real, like, in school, we were daredevils. I remember year five, I broke the fire alarm because... Um, it was it was our day of football and it was wet play and I wanted to go outside so I broke the fire alarm in year five. Um unit eight. Oh yeah, we just we just done That set the tone, yeah. Like, <laughs> school was that like whatever you'd done, you could have got away with to an extent. You just have to play the cards right. Do you think that was a good thing? To be able to get away with stuff? No. Yes or no. But actually, yeah, it was. I can't laugh in school was fun. I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Just having fun literally. Like I knew, like I knew that when I was going to school that I would there would be a point in the day where I would just enjoy it. Where it would be a certain lesson or break time, like yeah, yeah, I think school was fun. Do you think that was like about being with like your mates or like with a bunch of people your age or was it about the like the learning and the school environment yeah I think it's like your friends of course because you like being around them and then just certain experiences that you just went through that might have just been funny or you might have learnt something and yes yeah, good it's a good way to spend your money to Friday uh, but uh, do you know I think uh, do you know, I think the bad things was just the things that happened outside of school but like Cause we were, but it was during that time period. If you, know what I'm trying to say, what do you mean? So like, when from when when you're 11 to 16, yeah, from when you're in you're in secondary school, innit? and then that's when I think bad things start to happen to you. But for me, it was mainly outside of school, not um not during school. But one thing I do think I think um think teachers could be more supportive towards everyone. Like, can I give you an example? Yeah. They would tell, they would tell, the way the way that they would, like, they would be more softer with certain people. So, like, I remember sometimes, like, they would shout, like, me and my friends, yeah, but then to, like, a certain demographic of people, they would treat them like, like they were the royal family. Like, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound bad here. No, no. I don't want to say something wrong. Like, they used to, they used to, they used to just go, like, really light on that. Like, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. Because... I'll, I'll give you an example, innit? I got in a fight with one kid, innit? That was good you. But that day, he chose a corridor that had no cameras to try to pick on me, innit? And I was not that guy from school, innit? Like, I was never that guy. Like, he tried to hit me. I punched him back straight away, innit? But because I had previous history of having fights in mm, school... Exactly, yeah. I was given two days exclusion... Well, he came. Well, he carried on with his school day. That's when I realized, like, raw, like my man picked on me. Like, I was, yeah. I was early for my English lesson. That like, I was waiting for the teacher to open the door, and then he came and picked on me. Because they'll just look at this. They'll just look at. I think who looks more intimidating, or yeah, you know, my man, my man was a um, my man was a rugby player. Like, he was a tall, like, it was taller than me, like. Try to pick on me. I weren't having it. It's because in school we were always like we were troublemakers, isn't it? Like because the minute a fight started, they always go to the troublemakers. Now you've got a good you, 
having a fight with the troublemaker, obviously the troublemaker started it in their eyes. And yeah. And that, that thing of being labelled a troublemaker, like whether it's because in year five you broke the fire alarm and then straight from there you've got a reputation or whatever. But Gifred, is it was it a race thing? No, no, no. I wasn't. A, I don't think it was a race thing. I just think they just genuinely looked at it like it's just the, it, they just they just made their decisions like literally just based on and how they they, they went and through. And they were biased. That, that's the one they were biased. Basically, they went through. They went through favoritism. Yeah. Throughout the kids, like who was Mister Popular in the year, like who was running the show in the year. Like you know, you know, you know, it was a bad day when teachers are asking you're okay because you're by yourself. Like you're walking through the school by yourself, the teachers are asking you, you're okay. I just think it's it's not good for the for the for the child, isn't it? A lot of a lot of like obviously when you're in school and that, a lot of times you you'll try like look a certain way. Do you know what I mean? But maybe deep down inside, that's not how that's not what you're really like. That's so true. So because everyone in school. Imagine, yeah, they just, you just want to be that guy, you want to be that guy, you want to be that guy. That guy that everyone looks for. Oh, what? He's in science, everyone waiting for him outside his class. Yeah, 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 yeah. so obviously, see when he's like genuinely upset, yeah, and the teacher's not showing him as much like uh, sorrow as he would for the other other, other people, like deep down inside that might hurt him, but he just put a brave face on. Yeah, and like, it sounds like, there's that thing of one student's always giving it the big one and or like is more loud or like more out um outgoing or or whatever and then so they just kind of take that at face value rather than looking at what's going on with that child kind of either behind the scenes or you know under the surface yeah that's that's another one like certain times yeah I had I had a friend yeah where he, he used to always come late to school because um because of because he had issues at home yeah, but then when he would come to school, the teacher would just like get onto him and just make him feel less of himself. And to me, it's like I don't know because I would think if I was a teacher, yeah, I would understand that. Um, I would take in a lot of things into consideration, but I would understand that there might be some things that I don't know about that might go on behind closed doors, or do you know what I mean? But I feel like some teachers they don't they just act like they just act irrational sometimes. But at the end of the day, they're still just kids, like because you think that you know the the infrastructure and the systems in place would identify those those kids who might be struggling outside of school and put in put in two to two and two together and say like oh well maybe that's why they are late or maybe that's why they behave in a certain way but from the sounds of it and and from my experience as well they will just take that behavior and be like you're naughty you know mm-hmm I think they'll only they'll only like take into consideration when like the council have told them or or something like yeah something like the council have told them or their parents have come in and told them or you know what I mean when and once it's got that bad they have they have no choice but to because like yeah but sometimes I just think they just go a bit more easy on the kids yeah. but to be honest with you school for me I, I liked it I liked it. Can I ask a question? Um, is Elise still here? Hey, Elise. Hey. Would you be able to contribute anything about your experience of working in people referral units based on what Geefred has just said? Yeah. Um, just from working in there, I felt like a lot of the young people that were at the people referral unit, units preferred being there 
than to mainstream school just based on the fact how they're treated and their relationships in general with a teacher like there's so much more support and I feel like because the teachers work with so many different young people they're able to create those relationships that they can't, they don't necessarily get to have within mainstream schools um, and I think that's a big reason why a lot of young people prefer being in a pupil referral unit although it's not a, like it's not seen as somewhere that that you want to be like it's seen as a negative thing but a lot of young people would say actually I had a better experience in there than what I did mainstream school but I was just gonna say that like, I really enjoyed school as well and one thing I really miss is having to do PE I miss having to do sport every week um because i'm literally this was funny. i got so lazy and pe was funny yeah I miss <laughs> you see pe oh, i miss it and one thing i don't miss is geography uh, oh yeah that was jake hard. looks like a geography person <laughs> <laughs> excuse me <laughs> you did geography, yeah. it? Bro, you did geography. Was, you why did are you geography. cussing me? You did geography. Oh, no, I did not do geography. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest is even... they just look at you from the shoulders up as well. So you got. <laughs> There's nothing even wrong with geography. Oh, I but no, it. I didn't do geography. I know a girl who did geography, and she's making some big money now. I tell you. Really? Okay. No, I hated it. <laughs> I hate that was it. my worst subject. Yeah, don't for GCSE. It was so hard. I feel like everyone yeah, just... I did for GCSE and everyone was getting nines, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" It just didn't make sense. I definitely feel like everyone done it just for the trip <laughs> to go on holiday. No, my trip was so bad. My was geography it? trip. I wasn't was even allowed to my history trip. No, we went Wales, and the food was disgusting. Like four people threw up because of the food. It was so bad. For our hit for our history trip, we were, I was promised to be Berlin in it. I got excited. <laughs> I was there. Everyone's getting given the application form to go to Berlin. I'm asking my teacher, where's my application form? Where's that <laughs> what are you? You're not getting one. I was like, oh my days. Yeah, and they use the trips as like a <laughs> as a positive reinforcement to bribe you. <laughs> <There's a bribe laughs> I, I was I was stopped I wasn't allowed to go to trips after year nine. I in year in year seven I was allowed to go um London Zoo. In year eight I wasn't because I told my form tutor that um basically this form tutor annoyed me throughout the whole year. And one day she shouted at me because instead of saying hey miss, I said here instead, didn't it? <laughs> and she shouted at me in front of the whole she shouted at me in front of the whole school. Like I'm, I, I'm sorry in it. Like I've got respect, but don't shout at me in it for doing something small in it. Have have nah. any of you, have any of you called your teacher by their first name? Yep. <laughs> in year eleven, I think I I was like, I I used to do it to every teacher, except for the head teacher. I didn't push the boundaries there. Like, what I'd do you walk think into of my like, English... um, imagine. Like, what do you think of having to call your, your teachers, like, Sir and Miss and stuff, like... In college right now, we're meant to say their first name, innit? But naturally, I still say yeah, Sir Miss. Yeah, that's the thing, that's the thing, yeah. I think it's a good oh, thing. It's weird. It's weird, though. Like, I when, it when I first started, I was like, oh, 
should I call you by your first name? Like, and everyone else was doing it, and I was just like, oh. my yeah, school, we have to call them. We have to call teachers, ma'am. Yeah, but, but like, them. why? Like, why do you have to? Why do you have to call them Miss? Like, no, um, that's like, to show yeah, them respect. Yeah. I think it's to show them respect, now. No, you show me respect from year ten. Even though you call me a drug from year teacher. ten, from, from year <laughs> ten onwards, from year ten onwards, I was in school. I was referred as my second name. Like every teacher used to call me Kasim. Yeah, I think that's a cuss. Why? Like they they used to do that as, uh, with me as well. It's like it's a way of putting you down. I think. Well, how about them not even bothering to try and pronounce your name? Hello, yeah. that's my story. They didn't even bother attempt. They would just well, Miss, Miss Henry. That's fine. No, we're not. When I was a teacher, when I was a young person, I was a young. They could have said Shakira. That's me. That's like me. I said no one can ever say my name right. Your name is. So they just say yeah, I know, but they all go like Thai or just like um. How do you say your name again? Or they? I think, I think people act clueless when it comes to reading names because they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading does read. Don't get just. I do it myself. Like, like I can. I know how your name's said, but because I don't know where you're yeah. from. But, so can i oh. ask you guys a question quickly about names whilst we're on it so it's bringing it back to what jake says so the expectation is that you call the teacher mr so-and-so or miss so-and-so or ma'am or whatever it is but they don't have to honor the same you know risk level of respect to get to understand your name like what's that about i think that's minor you think it's minor to not be called by your name but like towards the end of the year, they've got your name. Like they say it right. Hopefully, like towards the end of the year, so it's not that deep. No, they need to make the effort. Trust. Exactly, they need to make yeah, the effort. Rude. It's rude. <laughs> your name is part of your identity. Your name is who you are. Take the time, figure it out. You need to know. Just ask, innit? If you don't know, like you said, like it's understandable not being able to pronounce a name or like you say it wrong if you're, you know. Um, if you're not familiar with it, but just ask and get used to it. Yes, yeah, so sorry, what are you saying? Oh, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, sorry it's here. Yeah, because yeah. I just I think it is that voice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's that's it. Yeah, yeah, you. Don't try to. Yeah, man. Sorry, what was your uh, best and worst thing about school? Cool, yeah. It's just that like, the experience would be like school was so carefree. Like I've never actually been thinking. I wonder what I'm going to do about this work. Just like, damn. <laughs> See what I'm actually thinking. That's never crossed my mind. As bad as it sounds, it's never crossed my mind. I'm thinking, the school was just like, everything will sort itself out in the end. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, the college, I'm thinking, when am I going to get this, this stuff done? Man? Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I think, how am I going to pass this damn subject? School, it's, it's more like, everything's going to sort itself in the end. Like, like the man that are coming first, like, did you appreciate that, that when you were there though because i i never appreciated that i hated it right i was like no nah, this is so long i hate it i hate it i hate the I teachers don't get me wrong. everything you and the teacher try to slap me in detention or give me verbal I, I was not having it but looking back at yeah thinking, you see detentions i remember oh, year people. seven year seven year eight and year nines i think halfway through year nine i used to always go to my detentions in it yeah at the end of year nine ten and eleven the teacher would Give me a detention, I'll laugh. Like, I'm not coming to your detention. Like, there's no point of putting it in the system. And what was your worst like, one? I'm sorry. Um, there is. And even though I didn't live far from my school, just the early mornings, like, yeah. Like, I'm trying to get, go to school in the morning. That's what I hate it. Tay, you hear? 
What was your perspective of school? Didn't like as long it. As, I, as long as I've known you, I know you definitely weren't getting up and rocking nobody first thing in the morning. <laughs> that wasn't that <laughs> no, so I didn't like school. Okay. Why? What happened? So I didn't like teachers, didn't like the people, didn't like any, most of the lessons. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I went into school. If, if I went if I went to a tea school, I wouldn't like it either. Yeah, exactly. What was your school? Boys. No. Oh. What school do you think I went to? I think you went to Mill County. Nah, 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 that's a Liz. Well, that's a Liz. Yeah, if I went to Mill Hill, I wouldn't so what like was it about? What was it about, like, the teachers and the lessons and stuff that you didn't like? I just didn't like going into... I just didn't like anything. Like, how the, they was weird. They, 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 the whole school... If I went to a different school where, like, I liked the people around me, then maybe I would have enjoyed it more and done things, but because I just didn't like most of the things in there, then it just made me feel like, oh... See, that's sad. What? Like, if, if yeah. That's if I didn't enjoy my secondary school experience, I wouldn't be... No, if, I, if I didn't like the people I enjoyed there, some of it, yeah, but then when it got to, like, year 10 and 11, it was just like... Not really, and then that, uh, yeah. And nah, then year that's nine, when you were too unruly, bro. Year nine, you were too unruly. Yeah, year nine was the best year. It was the best year, but like, then... year nine was the reason why I went to Nigeria. It was too much, too much fun. <laughs> like, like, year nine, like, we just, when we finished school, going home wasn't an option. Come when it reached year 10 and 11, what would you have changed to improve it? When you hit your ten, they're like, "Oh, GCSEs, okay, you have to be serious," and then they just act like, "Oh." Would you have liked <laughs> to have been given like more responsibility when when you hit year ten and eleven? Say, like, to decide what subjects you wanted to do, like when you wanted to do them, like how much you went into school. Do you think that would be a good thing? What do you mean? So, like, say I hit year ten and I'm like, oh, I like. English and history and French or whatever. Nah, that would that wouldn't have been a good thing. No, why not? Because see, right now you see in college, yeah, uh, the teachers are not on your back as much as they are in secondary school, which is why I feel like I feel like we struggle more now. Do you struggle as you more? Say, like with less less motivation. Do less you motivation. struggle more now than in college than you yes. did in school with like less? Because in, in school, yeah, it's like. If I see my alarm, yeah, I know that I can, I can turn it off, but I know that when I get to school, I'm gonna get attention. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes I might, I might be like, yeah, it's not worth it. But in college, I can look at my alarm and I can just say, you know what, I can talk them out of it, or I can send them a text, and then sometimes I might turn up two hours late. But then, like, doesn't that, like, put the onus on you? Like, you've got the responsibility for your own education. Then, like, there's no one else forcing you. Like, does that not make you think about it? It's a good and a bad thing, isn't it? It's good because it's like it's like it's real life. Like, I'm gonna be adult one day. I'm not gonna always have someone to tell me what to do. But it's a bad thing because it's like it's it just it's it leaves room for like slack. Yeah, I I mean, from my perspective, I think like oh yeah, the 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 sooner you're given kind of autonomy and control over the things you do the better it is in the long run isn't it yeah yeah maybe maybe in the moment it might be peak but in the long run it's, it's, it's better yeah that's what it is and if you learn those lessons from early like you're by the time you hit like 13 14 you're gonna be like oh yeah i want to go to this or no i don't want to like i don't want to go to that maybe. so i went or it's not good but for I, me i think that a 14 year old me Having all the like 
uh, freedoms I have now, I don't know if I would have used that in the best way. Yeah, maybe. Well, like, I, I might have just started taking the piss. <laughs> That's what I think I would have happened, if I'm honest. Well, I'm talking like from year, from like early, like so from age kind of five, six, seven, eight, you, the teacher says like, what do you want to do? And you go, oh, I want to mm-hmm. do whatever you did when you were well, That's what really I think, one. like, you see no, from, from, I let us all talk. No, go, go, go. You see from like a young age, yeah, I feel like personally, like at home, I was always um, treated older compared to like how my friends were. So, like, for example, like, right now, like, like, a sorrow can vouch, yeah, sometimes, like, I'll, I'll go out, yeah, and, like, my dad will give me, like, £20 to do proper shopping, like, me carrying bags, and my son's looking at me like I'm a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? But, like, right now, that's normal to me. Like, I can do that. So, in the long run, it's helped me, but from when I was, like, 11 years old doing that, I used to hate it, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I've always felt like, from young, I've always been, like, treated older than I was. Yeah, given uh, responsibility, from, from house, and that's taught you, right? Just from my household, yeah. But now I let us all talk. But when, I, when I was young, see, I, I've never really been academic. I felt like my talent's like elsewhere in life. But see, when I was a kid, I hated school with my whole heart, my chest. Everything. Like primary school times? Yeah. See, in adult school, I hated it. I asked, I was never happy. Like, like, like my, my only two brethren, they left. Uh, I, was, like, I was nothing how I was now. I was bare shy, everything. I was just the most anti-guy you could be in school. Like, I think that's because I just hated the work I was doing, everything. So I think, even if I had the opportunities back then, I wouldn't take it. Someone just had to tell me what to do because I was unmotivated for any anything and everything. Yeah. Only when I got to that secondary school, I started, like, enjoying it more. And so also, maybe that might be because of the wider variety yeah. of classes I had in school. But the yeah. set thing they were giving me okay. in primary school, I was just, I was just, like, I was just, like, I was like my mom told me how I am now. If, if you asked me how I am now, when I was when I was, when I was five, like I started going to be this confident. No one would ever believe it. Like when I buck into my old school friends, and told me you changed so much. Oh my god, like they can't believe it's me. Yeah, it's true. Because even even from when you first joined your seven, like to now, why yeah. do you think that is? It's because it you know is. Me. <laughs> why? Do it is. See, part, number one, like this wasn't the main factor in it, but me and Adolia, yeah, they were like four. I thought like my school was very racist. I was like four black kids in my whole school. Me, Adele, Mary Kay, and I think some other you. And and also like my school just wasn't very motivated. Like even though FBS was a bit funny, I think I think they generally wanted to help you. See my see my school. If you weren't tra- in my primary school, like, if you weren't trying to, if you weren't just at a genuine level of like intelligence academically, they weren't trying to help you. And I don't think I was ever at that level in primary school. Like I never never really got certain things. So it's killed my confidence. So that's school. the thing. So, so like in 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 a kind of better school, they would kind of meet you where you're at, and when you say, yeah, like, oh, I can, you know, I want to be doing this, or this is what I'm finding hard," they can kind of go there with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I say in primary school, I was just an aimless drifter. I would just walk. I say walking. Like when I left, I was so cast. You know, some man did the little tears as I leave primary school. Yeah, I didn't even care. Just running, run from it. No. I just, just never look back, to be honest. Yeah, man. And, and another thing was, yeah, back in primary school, when I had the, I had the African dad, my, my dad used to give me trims. I never had long hair. And these men used to boy my trim, like. It was pain, <laughs> man. Used to boy, I. 
That's <laughs> that's and I saw you. You think I was never allowed to have my hair this long? Bro, trust me, you the boy in my trim. The minute it reached the minute it reached a certain length, mouse sitting in that mouse sitting in the bathroom. Oh, trust me, like and like and like they were, they were all they were all right, you some nice nice trims that like, I was I was I was jealous of their hair. Like damn. I knew it was a good day in my family when my dad said we were going to the barber shop. I knew it was a good day. I swear down. It's mad, isn't it, how much of an impact that kind of thing has on you from such a young age. Like it, it can stay with you for for a long time. You know, that's like, that's why I read myself. That's for that's so that's character, that's character. No, do you know what? It's interesting that you guys have jumped onto this topic because Elise and I was talking about this the other day about, you know, things like impacts of hair and stuff like that. And I don't know if you guys know that um, there's a, a campaign that's come out recently called the Halo Code specifically, which is about destigmatizing hair, like um, the, the narrative that comes along with particularly black hair in schools. Um, it's wider as well because they're, they're trying to kind of push it into um into employment as well into like places of employment so that basically what they're saying is that it's a group of young people that set it up and they're basically saying that you should be able to go to school with any hair you know as 100%. it goes out of your head and not be you know like they some some of these um schools they have codes of like um dress codes and it incorporates your hair so say for example as a as a black boy it would say that you can't wear your hair over a certain level you can't have what they call exotic hairstyles which is basically your natural hair coming out of your head do you know what i mean so it's that challenging that kind of narrative and challenging you know that that kind of i suppose it's like it's a form of discrimination really because if that's your natural hair that's your natural hair you should be able to wear it freely you know um so it's interesting that you guys are talking about your experiences in terms of hair and being teased and stuff like that because this is something that is highly apparent and it's, it's something that needs to be challenged and it's something you know it's like it's that racism that is embedded into our society in all sorts of ways, like whether that's explicit in the rules. I remember being at school, black kids couldn't have afro hair and they couldn't have dreadlocks yeah. and they yeah. had to have like tight braids, basically. That was it. Like that was the only thing they were And, it, and Jake, in some schools, you can't even wear braids, you know. Um, you can't wear braids because you're supposed to have... My friend's daughter goes to a school in Hackney and they said that you've got to wear business hair, secondary school. So we were like, what's business hair? What does that actually mean? And they mean like wear it tight in a bun or, you know, pulled away from the face. But not all girls can put their hair into a bun. Their hair doesn't have that consistency or that flexibility. And, you know, what are they trying to suggest? That you have to put chemicals in your hair to make your hair a certain, be able to go into certain hairstyles? Like, Literally. that's not right, you know? And um, it's really interesting. Elise and I was talking about this the other day in terms of plaques. When I used to go to school, you know, I used to, my dad used to plait my hair and um, I went to... Well, a, I, I just want to point out your dad's so-called, just for doing like your dad's yeah. like, a legend. My dad used to plait my hair, yeah, because I, I lived with my dad um, from I was five. Sorry, does that and... mean I'm a legend because I can plait hair? Yeah. I, did I, I teach you, Mo? I was you was plaiting your hair. I was with you. I taught Mo how to plait hair. I don't know how to do that one yet, but I can do normal, like, normal I taught plait. you how to cane roll, Mo. Don't tell me you don't know how to do it. I forgot. I, I remember no. you do three and then pick one up at each time. Yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, just to, just to summarise. So yeah, my dad used to do my hair and used to. Um, I think boys should be up able in all to different directions. Hair. You know, boys should be able to plait hair. Definitely. Like, it's a normal uh, thing. I've got no desire to learn, to be honest. Now let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Let's say you've got a kid. Yeah, <laughs> and your baby mum leaves you. Leaves you with the kid. 
and it's a girl, who else are going to pat their hair? Like one of my old links to come to can we can let's rewind this in. I'm sorry, yeah. buddy. You, you, you know you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's not baby mum number one, and it definitely ain't old links doing hair. It's the mother of your child, and it's also, you know, potentially taking that responsibility yourself. Right. Anyway, yes. so I digress. <laughs> Look, man, I'm I'm business yeah, at the front. I'm trims are important in school as well. <laughs> um it's yeah. I mean, it's quite. It, it's good that we got on to that subject of like where, um, like racism is embedded into into schools, and that's something that I think that we should maybe talk a little bit more about. And I mean, I'm aware it's quarter to seven now, so maybe we think about it for next week. Yeah, um, and think about where, like, where, like, identifying where that racism is embedded, and like. And maybe have a little chat about that and, and where we can yeah, change I think things. it's worse in, in primary school as well. Maybe because it just happened to me. And secondly, so I think you're more confident. But in primary school, I felt different before I knew I actually was different. So I never had the feeling of belonging or like I could roll with a crowd. I just I always just felt too like standing outish for stuff like I felt like I couldn't control. It was pain, man. Yeah, that's deep, man. It is deep, isn't it? I think they like stuff does come out in like <clears throat> primary school like even my little girls the other day one of them said to me because my skin is like chocolate skin and hers was a little bit lighter we're not really supposed to play together and i was like i was wow. shocked at where Wait, what? this thing had come from exactly like wow. your daughter said that to you or to her, or to her sister? To, she said it to me actually she said it to me as a as a joke <laughs> she's like she's four years old so i don't know what you know but just it's interesting just the idea of like skin tone and belonging and but you wonder where these things get picked up do you know what i mean wow said it i mean this, this is a whole different this is a whole different topic isn't it jake said it like there's racism that's mm. you know embedded into the, the origins and the fibers of this country you know so it's innate within some people so you know this is something that obviously we're challenging and where we are addressing and you guys coming up uh, you have platforms and the opportunity to amplify your voices and your views ways that i didn't when i was growing up many many years ago we just had to suck it up do you know what i mean i remember being called chocolate drop and all kinds of stuff and going to a predominantly white school and being told that i couldn't do this i was left in the oven for too long all kinds of nonsense do you know what i mean so I know we've made some sort of headway in terms of what's appropriate and considering diversity and inclusion. But, you know, you guys have the platform and opportunity to have these discussions on places like this, you know, to talk about your experiences to empower and raise awareness and inspire other young people or other people generally, actually. Because I, I, it's something that's still very much apparent. You know, obviously being white, I'm, I don't ex I've not experienced it, but you forget like how recent all, all of that like NF stuff was like National Front stuff all the laws all of that I was looking at um stuff about Claudia Jones today who is the the mother of Carnival right like she started oh, yeah at Notting yeah. Hill and she came here in 1955 after being expelled from America for being a member of the Communist Party mm. but at that like at that time that's 70 years ago but you know people were you know my dad was born in 1956 and all all of that time you still have like places where where black people can't go like the um 
no blacks, no dogs, no Irish signs everywhere. Like that, that stuff is so it's recent, and you and I, we learn about that stuff like it's history, but actually it's not history. It's here in in the fabric of our of our society, and and we've got to like deal with that, you know. I feel like I've just had a great geography lesson there, led by Sir. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys for tuning to One Night Real Talk. That was myself, DJ Fred, and Sarah First. You can catch us on Instagram at One Night Real Talk. And we're out. Out. Oh.